Britain's Conversation. This is LBC with Ben Kentish. 5.49 is the time. You know what that means. Simon Marks, an American week. Ben, there is only one place to start this American week, and it is with the mugshot. By now, you must have seen it. Donald Trump becoming the first former or sitting president of the United States ever to undergo the ignominy of being pictured ahead of his criminal prosecution. It was snapped last night by a jail photographer in Atlanta. It is a remarkable image, immediately iconic. You wonder whether Trump rehearsed it or simply winged it. The angle of his face, the defiance, etched on it the fury on his wrinkled forehead. It is the visual embodiment of the phrase, cocking a snook. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. The former president speaking at the airfield after his booking on racketeering charges brought by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. They relate to his efforts to overturn the outcome of the 2020 presidential election and are the crimes of which gangland mobsters are more usually accused. I really believe this is a very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. And I should have every right to do that. Through those comments, Trump indicated that he plans to mount a First Amendment defense of his conduct. He'll argue that his entirely false claim that the election was rigged is constitutionally protected free speech. He has 18 co-conspirators accused with him in Georgia. And alongside his mugshot, the nation also got to witness police photographs this week of Rudy Giuliani, crazed former Trump attorney Sidney Powell and former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, among others. Over on left-leaning MSNBC, the presenters made no effort to conceal their glee over the week's developments. He's listed as a white male. His hair color is listed as blonde or strawberry. <laughs> is that a nice way to say orange? It's ridiculous. Do we know who entered the hair color? Is that Donald Trump? <laughs> Or is that a legal description of the haircut? A reminder there that it isn't only on the right that the US broadcast media has lost its collective mind. While MSNBC's Joyanne Reid was arguing the Trump mugshot is just desserts. To me, this is justice. And I think Fonnie Willis is a hero because she's the only one who said these wealthy, powerful, privileged men and women are just American citizens. And when they break the law, they will take that picture. Donald Trump himself started making money off that picture. Within hours of its publication, you could purchase a wide range of products from Trump's Make America Great Again online store featuring the image alongside the slogan, Never Surrender. Trump is so proud of the mugshot, he even returned to Twitter last night, or whatever Elon Musk is calling it this week, publishing his first message on the social media platform since his account was unbanned. Four prosecutions, 91 separate criminal charges, the possibility of spending more than 700 years in jail. And yet a new CBS poll this week showed Trump now enjoys 62% support among likely Republican primary election voters and a whopping 46% lead over his nearest rival. So we want to start on this with a show of hands. Do you believe human behavior is causing 
climate change? Raise your hand if you do. Look, look, we're not school children. Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take it to start. That second place rival is Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. He went into the first debate of this presidential election cycle with the backing of only 16% of Republicans. And he couldn't even answer a yes or no question about whether humans cause climate change. One of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats Republicans versus Democrats. As somebody that's handled disasters in Florida, you got to be activated. You've got to be there. You've got to be present. You've got to be helping people Can we who are doing this. And here's the deal. Is that a yes? Or is that a yes? Is that a hand raise? It was not a hand raise. He does not believe human activity is responsible for global warming. But neither does the man who proved to be the breakout star of the first Republican debate. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? Biotech billionaire Vivek Ramaswamy plagiarizing a line Barack Obama used many times when he was first campaigning for the presidency. Mr. Ramaswamy has no political experience, but he does have teeth so polished you could see their shine from the south pole of the moon where India this week landed a rover. The son of Indian parents, Mr. Ramaswamy is a right-wing populist who couches himself as Trump 2.0. My parents came to this country with no money 40 years ago. I have gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. I did it while marrying my wife Apoorva, raising our two sons, following our faith in God. That is the American dream. And I am genuinely worried that that American dream will not exist for our two sons. And I do think Brett is going to take an outsider. Because for a long time, we have professional politicians in the Republican Party who have been running from something. Now is our moment to start running to something. To our vision of what it means to be an American today. As the debate ensued, the other Republicans on stage tried to shut him down. Mike Pence and Nikki Haley going after Ramaswamy over his suggestion that Ukraine needs to surrender territory conquered by Russia. Vivek, if we do the giveaway that you want to give to Putin to give him his land, it's not going to be too long before he rolls across a NATO border. And frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell back in 1990. Ukraine is the first line of defense for us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. You have no foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? And the presidential aspirant who favors America arming every family in Taiwan so they can defend themselves against China was on the receiving end of incoming from former New Jersey governor Chris Christie. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT. BT standing up here and the last person in one of these debates Brett who stood in the middle of the stage and said what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight jolly japes but it all currently seems irrelevant because the man who already appears to have a lock on the republican nomination wasn't even there why are you at the fox news debate tonight in milwaukee well you know a lot of people have been asking me that donald trump instead gave an interview to former fox news presenter tucker carlson now starring on the platform we all still call twitter i'm leading by 50 and 60 points and you know some of them are at one and zero and uh, two And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be, and uh, 
get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president. Why put himself through it when the only place for him to go in the polls right now is down? It would be remiss to end the week without mentioning President Biden, who finally made a visit to fire-ravaged Hawaii and still managed to make a hash of it. Addressing a community in Maui that has literally lost everything, hundreds of lives, thousands of properties, he suggested he had good reason to feel their pain. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Fifteen years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press, and lightning struck at home and hit a wire and came up underneath our home. I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette. <laughs> And my cat. Well, it turns out the wife, the Corvette and the cat were never in any danger because the fire brigade managed to contain what it called an insignificant blaze to his kitchen and extinguished it within 20 minutes. Biden can be tone deaf, Ben, and it only raised fresh questions about whether he's match ready to take on whichever Republican he ends up facing. Simon Marks there, of course, with his American Week on a huge week in US politics.